1: Yes, it is. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Ups and Downs. This time for AEW Dynamite. Look, let's just reference everything that people are talking online. No, this wasn't like the best ever AEW show I've seen, but they do happen every single week. It can't always be banger after banger after banger after banger. Sometimes you can just sit down for two hours and go, oh, man, I had a nice time. That's what wrestling's there for. To entertain you, everybody needs to calm the flub down, including me. Ah! There we go. Let's up those downs. But yeah, after running down tonight's card, we cut to this video with Darby Allen, where he basically said, AR Fox took me in when I was a wannabe trainee wrestler. Without him, who the flub knows where I'd be right now. That is why Allen went out of his way to ensure that AR Fox got a match with Orange Cassidy for the international title. Though I had one question. It's like, this happened years ago. Why did you just wake up randomly in July 2023 and go, damn it? Today's the day. I am glad he did, though, because, man, this match was so much fun. Fox is definitely underrated. And when it comes to Orange Cassidy, I don't care what anybody says. He is one of the best wrestlers in the world. And if you want to fight me... There's no need to fight. It's just an opinion. Just call me a goober in the comments and we'll move on. Also, I do want to give some kudos to AEW because they could have just done this as a random match, but they went and injected some story right into it. Also, it was doubly going to pay off in about one hour. So I appreciated this muchly. We also obviously have the narrative too that Cassidy is struggling because he has been beaten up so much. Although he did do his whole hands in the pockets thing here, which is when AR Fox hit him with a dive the sponsor of 2023 wrestling. Afterwards too, I'm not sure what I can tell you, cause Fox was moving so damn fast, he was like a lightning rod. I could try and go through every single move he did do, but I'd miss one. I mean, at one point he flipped off Rita the ring post. It was the smoothest thing you'd ever seen in your life even more so than my head. The piece of fruit was still able to hit the stun dog Millionaire, but AR Fox did not care because all of a sudden he was back with this crazy brain buster. I mean, he must've had his Weetabix. Fox was then trying to break some necks, which was gonna be very difficult because Orange Cassidy is a piece of fruit, but he's still hitting with a neck breaker when everybody was just busting out cutters. I mean, AR Fox especially like cutters, but also if you are a wrestler in the modern day and you ain't doing a cutter, you probably get fired. I think Orange realized this too, because he then kept it simple and he grabbed AR Fox's head and he just smashed it over and over again into Team of the Turnbuckle. I was like, man, the RSPCA ain't gonna like this. He is beating up an animal. We made sure that Fox kicked out of the beach break too. So I do think he's in line for a push when Orange went for the orange punch, but all of a sudden he got hit with a low main pain. Orange Cassidy kicked out of that. So AR Fox was like, ha ha, I'm gonna do a 450. He missed, he kind of landed on his ankle. and was like, oh, my ankle. Which is when Cassidy hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up and he got the three. But I'll tell you beforehand, he kind of went after this wound too. He's doing what he has to do. The absolute best part was the aftermath, though, because I did not see this coming. Because even though Orange Cassidy wanted to have a good time afterwards, and he put the sunglasses on Fox's head, AR then snapped them, and he beat the shit out of Orange. And it was so bad, even Darby Allen came out. I was like, what are you doing? You lost, you absolute schmuck. And this got totally out of control, because John Moxie was then here, and he took out Cassidy with the Death Rider. So I was like, pfft. Who's next? Doink the Clown? He never showed. Now, of course, Excalibur reminded us, don't forget that the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, Orange stuck his nose, oranges don't have noses, into Claudio Castagnoli's business. So now this is revenge, but it also means we're gonna get John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy. I didn't know, I needed that in my life. And now I have done some observations. Turns out I was wrong, and I definitely do. This was a really fun way to start Dynamite because you had the great match and there was a bunch of angles. And I'm fine with our random contest. But if you give me a story, it makes me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum I'm giving it up. When we do have to talk about the signs, because I tell you, I think you've outdone yourselves. Because one actually had Penta says two plus two equals potato. And the amount of effort that got into this was totally bonkers. And there was another that said, Simon, give me a meh. I was like, I don't think I've ever given somebody a meh before. Kind of sounds a little bit sexual. Either way, though, you are going to get an up because I absolutely love this. And yeah, I suppose I need to give you a meh. So I just go, meh, I don't know how we got here, but I do know that I love you. We then zoomed to the back when Rani Paquette was here. And she was talking to Chris Jericho and Don Callis. (laughs) Imagine she did this with a microphone, like a snake. As ever, Don still wants Chris in his group. And he was selling the idea. If you do join us, you can team with Takeshita. And Chris was like, oh man, yeah, that Takeshita, he's pretty good. I like it. Because Callis is scum, he jumped in his right away, and he was like, well, I've already got you some opponents, and it's going to be Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. So obviously, Chris Jericho then broke inside. These are his buddy boys and his friends. He still accepted, though, which is interesting. <laughs> and Don Callas presented him a picture of Chris Jericho, Don himself, and Bad News Allen. Honestly, you have to go out of your way to see this. It is totally hilarious we went straight from this to this really odd video with hook though because he was sat in a subway station and then a train went real flying past and when it was gone hook wasn't there either so did he jump onto a moving train I guess so that does make him a badass he still has wonderful hair we also saw Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta in the back No, they weren't happy either. They sold this like a PSA as well, because they were like, oh, man, kids, you shouldn't play with fire and you shouldn't mess with the Blackpool Combat Club. And I was like, no offense, Claudio, but if my options are to try and beat you up or jump into some flames, well, I'm going to try and punch you in the face. He also said, listen, Pac, you saw what happened at that Ring of Honor pay-per-view. So if you try me again, you're going to be dead. He didn't say dead. I added that in there. Can't really say that now because we'd have to bring back the crime count, let's just move on. Mox then walked in and said later on the Lucha Brothers and the Best Friends are going to get it because that is our main event. I'm kind of intrigued to know what direction we're going in here because obviously the feud with the Elite is over, can't top blood and guts, but also the Elite weren't on this show entirely, which is fine, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Once again, we shall have to keep our eye on it. When out came Jack Perry, I don't care what some of the crazies say, I like this version. Now he is still walking out to Beethoven's fifth, which I did not have on my bingo card. And he had a nice new t-shirt. It just said, I beat Hook. You can get mad about it, but it is true. Perry even talked about that video from earlier saying, oh man, Hook couldn't take this beating, which is why he did hop on a train. And now look, I am the F2W champion, and even though this wasn't what I wanted, when I talked about a singles title, now that I've got it, it's the most important belt in the world. This is how he should talk. He's meant to be an asshole. He also started to rag on all the other champions, including Taz, who sold this wonderfully. And I tell you, Taz is so damn good at his job. When all of a sudden, out came Jerry Lynn. Now, if you don't know, Jerry Lynn is an agent, producer, whatever you want to call it, in AEW. I was like, I get that he used to hold it, but I did not see this coming. Now, his whole point was, listen, Jackie boy, without the likes of ECW and without the likes of me, you wouldn't even be here. Well, that's quite the revelation extreme championship wrestling was jack perry's mother well, you learn something new every day and we should fight right now whereas perry was like <laughs> i'm not dressed to fight but if you want to do it next week sure i'm down for it I was losing my mind. I am actually quite pumped, though, because I think we can come up with a plan here. Have Jack Perry beat Jerry Lynn, then bring in Sabu and Jack Perry can beat him, then bring in the Sandman and Jack Perry can have him and let him just run through the ECW alumni. I think that would really piss people off. So I am silently excited about this it's not silent at all, I am shouting about it. And I totally understand that in front of our eyes, Jack is kind of finding his place as a heel, but that's okay. I think it's nice to see people progress. I mean, it's just progressing, you have to go totally crazy. I am going to give it an up. I think in due time, he is going to smash it. Britt Baker interview next, because later on, she is facing Tyre Valkyrie. She is basically going to whip her ass when she reminded everyone that Dynamite is her show, because it's on TBS, which stands for That Brit Show, or The Brit Show, or it could be The Baker Show. And I looked into this, you're not going to believe it, that's not what it actually stands for. When we just got the best match on paper in years, because it was Pack versus Gravity, and amazingly, nobody made any jokes about this all week. I am, of course, lying. Now, Gravity won me over instantly, because when he did walk out, I'm pretty sure he was pretending he was on the moon. So I was just shouting at my TV, let him win, and of course he didn't. Instead, Pack murdered this guy, which is quite the revelation for me, because who the hell knew that you could kill gravity? And that doesn't sound very good for planet Earth. I mean, he kind of did get a little something something in there, but I really do feel like we did this so the man from Newcastle could get his momentum back, because eventually he hit an avalanche brain buster, because he is bonkers, he locked in the brutalizer, and gravity <laughs> tapped out love that he's called Gravity. It makes every sentence so much fun. So let's hope that we do do something major with Pac now because he has returned. I mean, I guess it is going to tie into the BCC, but he is just such a damn good wrestler and genuinely one of the best in the world. Who can't he work with?
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now we all carry around different stresses. They can be. a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp h slash whatculture. And then, well, I'm just
1: gonna tell you straight. I think we have to keep Adam Cole and MJ together forever. That's right. Even after we're dead, they should still be a team. It did start with Maxwell, and look, I love FTR. I genuinely do think they're one of the best tag teams ever. When they do retire, we will appreciate them even more. But he did an impression of them here. I couldn't help it. I laughed. It was pretty good. He also said something along the lines of CM Punk's jockstrap. It's going to come out of their mouth. So I was like, whoa, jock's fine. When Cole then reassured Friedman, look, don't worry about it. I am not going to come after your world championship. And in fact... You're becoming one of my best friends. So that was it. I was crying. MJF even responded to this by saying, oh, you're one of my best friends too. So actually, when we do become the tag team champions, and I think maybe we should do that, I will also give you a shot at this belt. And Adam thought that was lovely, and MJF thought that was lovely. Now look, one of them is obviously going to turn on the other but I can't figure out which way it's going to go. So that's another round of applause. Roderick Strong then flew in, so he must have been watching this just off camera, which makes him a little creepy weepy. And he was all like, Adam Cole, you can't trust this guy. You're absolutely crazy. When Adam said, look, MGF, you just walk over there. What are you doing, Strong? You are being such a whack job. Now you're jeopardizing our relationship. So we have a love triangle? Before Max did leave too, he called Strong a default core. So that was it, I was on the floor. When we also cut to FDR, who did a response to all of this. And that absolutely rocked too. They're so damn mad. They also wanted to underline that nobody should trust MJF. And even though they do respect Adam Cole, given that they are now in his way everybody's got to die. So I tell you, even before all this craziness, I would have been into this match. But now, oh, oh, it feels like the biggest thing ever. If you want to walk in here right now and say, I think Adam Cole and MGF should become the Tag Team Champions, I don't think I can argue with you. Now, you'd have to assume that the original plan was to break them up in seven days' time or this Saturday. I don't think we should do it because, again, I've already established the plans. Keep them together forever absolutely gonna give it an up not only is it entertaining it's truly intriguing too it's also how i felt about swerve strickland versus darby allen they're like the batman and joker they can fight forever as well nick wayne came out with darby as well so that's definitely a thing and this swerve man he is absolutely top-tier talent and eventually we gotta send him to the moon I suppose he can hang out with gravity. He also got ruined with a code red on the outside and got sent into Simba the still steps. But when Darby went to use them, Strickland was able to reverse it and he launched off them and he just booted Darby right in the head. I was like, man, I actually think that hurt him. A flatliner and a massive suplex then led to a most devastating move in all a sports entertainment surprise roll up battle, where Darby got bored of that and he just speed swerved to the outside. So once again, I kind of want to phone a hotline and say I think they've forgotten that wrestling's predetermined. Once ever, Darby Allen is totally nuts, but he's also so damn compelling. And he did kick out the stomp here, so it's Wrestlemania time. when they went up to the top rope, and he hit an avalanche over the top stunner. And everybody went crashing into the ring apron. I don't even know what to tell you. And then happened again when Strickland just killed Darby on the hottest part of the ring with a DVD. When all of a sudden, Prince Nana, who was out of ringside, started getting into it with Nick Wayne, and I could smell shenanigans. And then that did happen because a hooded man turned up. He pushed Darby Allen to read the ring post, put him back in the ring. Strickland hit the JML driver. He got the one, two, three. And do you know who this mystery individual was? It was AR Fox, who just turned his back on his best friend. I had water coming out of my seeing devices again. I did quite like this because I felt like Swerve Strickland should have got a win because he beat Nick Wayne last week, so he's on a bit of a streak. And then afterwards, they beat up everyone, including Nicholas, when they gave AR Fox one of Swerve's T-shirts and he put it on. So he's now a part of that group. I also want to point out that nobody recruits more people than Swerve. He's like on an employment drive. But also... What the hell was AR Fox's plan at the start of the evening? Well, I'm going to try and win the international title. And if I don't, I'll find Swerve. I'll see if he wants a new buddy and I'll go join him instead. I mean, that's like a James Bond villain. I can't lie, though, I really did enjoy this match and I loved all the madness afterwards because it means AR Fox is going to be put into a good position. And him and Strickland, well, that actually just works. Sometimes you have to see it to believe it, giving it up. It was at this point, though, that I remembered. Wait a minute. AEW has dropped everything with Swerve and Keith Lee again. Look, I've got no ideas. I've got no clues. There's only one man I could turn to. I started my investigations by deciding to search the fridge. And if you can believe it, even after investigating in there, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee were not in the fridge they was then chatting to Daddy Magic cool hand Ange, Ty Mello and Anna J S, when Chris Jericho walked up. They were all like, oh, well, look who it is. It's you. We need to have a chat. They did go into his locker room. And yes, that picture from earlier was already hanging up. And this worried them because they were like, what is going on with you, Christopher Jericho? We're meant to be your appreciation society. And you run around with someone else. Jericho tried to calm this down. But Parker even thought about turning his cone back in before he said no, because I believe you will make the right choice. And after they had all left, man, bless Matt Menard. Because usually he's like Goofy Sufi 9000. But here, he was deadly serious. He's like, listen, Christopher, you better make your choice. I don't think it's that hard. So once again, I just thought this was great because not only are we making sure there's a proper ending for the Jericho Appreciation Society, once again, I don't actually know what direction we're going to go in here because Chris Jericho is giving a pretty good performance. He genuinely feels torn. So he's going to have to call up Natalie and Brudia for advice, but once again, I am giving it an up. It just makes me want to tune into the TV. When Brick Baker submitted Tire Valkyrie, so why the flub did Tyre beat Sky Blue last week? I mean, no, it doesn't matter, and it's a nerd thing to say, but look at me, <laughs> I'm quite clearly a nerd. Now, it did start off with Tyre using her power before Brick came back with some shots here, when, yeah, Valkyrie went to the road to Valhalla, and something went wrong here, because they kind of just both fell on the floor. But look, this happens, people. This is real humans in the real world. And what we should be doing is praising the fact that straight away, Ty looked at the camera, she smiled, she crawled over to Baker, and she just started punching her in the face. Do you know how hard it is to react like that when you know thousands of people are watching you? It's super duper hard. So in that sense, I say bravo. Sadly, the live fans did kind of check out at this point, And yes, if we're being totally honest, this just didn't click that happens in professional wrestling. Think how many matches we see week to week. Not every single one of them can be an absolute banger. And much like any place of work, sometimes you hope things are going to go in the right direction, and then they just don't. All you can do is dust yourself off and carry it on, and eventually Ty went for her finishing again, but Britt turned it into the lockjaw, which is actually quite a good reversal, and she got the tap-out victory. So look, given how they did respond on the fly, I'm going to give it an up. But in terms of the match, no, this one just didn't work. But that's okay. They'll know it. They'll make sure next time they are out here, they raise the bar, because that's what wrestlers do. But it does have to get it down. But then, learned we're going to get a tag team battle royal on Rampage. I tell you, nobody loves battle royals more than AEW. When we also got a video for Buddy Matthews versus Andrade for the whole mask on a pole match. Well, that's not on a pole, it's a ladder match. But I tell you, that's a reason to tune into collision right there. When we did get to our main event, I'll just tell you. It's totally insane. I mean, it was the Lucha Brothers versus the BCC versus the Best Friends, so I should have known. And look, I did know, but it still managed to surprise me. I mean, Penta, Phoenix, Trent, and Chuck were already fighting before Claudio Castagnoli and John Moxley got there. And because everybody did clump together, Taylor was just like, ha-ha, well, hey!" Well, hey," and he did a big old dive. Sponsored by 2023 wrestling. Phoenix and Claudio then got in there and they just made a mockery of Phoenix, especially Phoenix who hit this springboard arm drag, which made no sense. When Trent was like, actually, I think we should get more violent. And he smashed people with a knee. Moxie then went of crazy when Castagnoli was bashing out all the Sagat uppercuts. When all of a sudden the tag klaxon went off. And everybody was just fighting everybody else. This was chaos somewhere dr robotnik was like what sadly there were no emeralds though and it was so hard to document this because it was an absolute melee When all of a sudden trent had mox and smash he hit him with the soul food we're then getting german suplexes from chuck when penta did there he hit the backstabber and he hit the sling blade combo and i was like now it's turned into mortal kombat when I, mean, I started to ask the question well what are they not going to do when the best friends did a big hug and i was like oh right they are going to do everything when all of a sudden the Lucha Brothers hit dual pie drivers. That was it. I went through my wrestling move book and there was nothing left. Claudio and Mox then came back with the reign of death as they were just elbowing everybody in the face. But when they were going to go for the Ricola bomb, all of a sudden Orange Cassidy's music started playing. He came out. He punched Wheeler Utah who was hanging out at ringside. And of course him and Mox got into it. So we are definitely going to do that match. Damn. It was so good though, because around this point there was so much carnage that Trent went, ha ha, and he hit Claudio with the scrunchie when the ref was like, dude, you're pinning the wrong man. I was like, official. I don't know how you could have kept up with this. You must be some kind of savant. It left Trent all a flutter though, which is when the Lucha brothers were back and they hit the Fear Faction, they got the 1 2 3, and that was a pleasant surprise. I don't think Pinter and Phoenix were going to win. There's also a story now that the BCC are a little bit confused because they are on a losing streak. That did tie in here, because Dynamite went off air with all these people just whooping ass. It also means next week we're getting Moxie versus Trent versus Penta in an Anything Goes match. I'll actually be a little bit worried watching that one, because again, Anything Goes with a dude that likes to bleed. I thought this was a fun ending. Up. Which did bring us to the end of AEW Dynamite and no this is not gonna go down in the wrestling history books that we've already talked about but I still had a good time and it was kind of nice to shine the spotlight on some new people such as AR Fox, gotta keep that world turning. Giving it an up. Now, please do like the video, share the video, and subscribe. And tell me I'm a moron in the comments. You know the deal. Look, there's a video on the screen. It's ups and downs from WWE Raw, and you can watch that too. And you are go to whatculture.com and you can follow us on social media at Simon316 and whatculturewwe. My name is Simon for Whatculture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. Have a lovely day. See you soon.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.